Underground techno and deep house. Radio Flincher. Radio Flincher. Broadcasting to Flint. Welcome to A Darker Wave. Thanks for joining us. We have a fantastic interview and guest mix from DJ producer Mark Che. He comes from the UK, but he's now based in Barcelona. The interview with Mark is coming up in the first hour, and his guest mix will follow in the second. In our mix in the first hour, we will also be playing some of Mark J's tracks, and we have music from Quartz, Deborah DeLuca, BEC, Christina Semler, and lots more. We're starting the show with Going Places by Disco Dixie. Let's get this show rolling. It's rolling. Okay. 
Oh. 
you've been listening to for the last 20 minutes were Control by Maxine Garman, Neighbour and Dropping Out of School, which are both by Girandon, the Taste Cell and Mark J remix of Two Kinds of People by Devilfish, and We Are One by Mark J and Girandon. Now it's time for our interview with Mark J. We caught up with him over Skype a few weeks ago while he was in his studio in Barcelona. I'm here with Mark J, a well-renowned DJ, producer, label owner and writer. Good morning, Mark. Good morning to you. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I'm okay. We have a holiday here in Barcelona today. So um, it was a big party last night, of course, uh, especially with Halloween as well. So <laughs> just recovering a bit, really. But all, all good, thanks. Great. Now, you've had a tremendously varied career. Could you take us through some of the things you've done over the last few years? Absolutely. I mean, yeah, I suppose 15 years uh, I got here and uh, I didn't come here to DJ. I came here just to, I don't know, just to have a look around, really. But I had some music and uh, I, I knew that I could do it if I needed to earn some money at the lowest level. Anyway, so that happened and I had to go out and start playing in some bars and I was lucky enough that I was based in another town called Sitges and that's where the first ever Pasha in the world started and also Amnesia and Ibiza, their first club, they're both from the same town just outside of Barcelona for their original clubs. Anyway, the boss listened to me in a bar one night and asked me to play. Uh, and that's pretty much how it kicked off for me because then all the doors started opening, especially as I was English because people really wanted me for my sort of international marketing skills in that sense. So it was more to do with helping them market themselves outside the country. Uh, so that, that's pretty much how everyone started contacting me. It wasn't Unfortunately, it wasn't all about the music, but uh, I did get quite a lot of gigs around Spain and built up my profile that way, I suppose. Uh, you've had your own label and you've also been involved as a label manager. How did, how did that come about? The label is a partnership uh, with a friend of mine from Slovenia. Um, we became friends because he, he sort of emailed me one day and said, um, hey, I want to you know, be bigger. Uh, I'm doing some really good tracks and you know, had some big DJs playing his stuff. So I said, well, let's capitalize on that. And uh, I, w- I went and spent some time over there, played in Serena. It was really, really nice place, really great people, great party. And um, then we decided just to start the label, and that's how that started. And we were, we were heavily supported by a lot of the big house DJs at the time. So Roger Sanchez was, I think, for one of our first major tracks. Yeah, Sanchez had it as his hot download of the week for three weeks in a row on his radio show. I think it's Release Yourself. Um, we thought that was it, and unfortunately, it wasn't. <laughs> in, that, in, in the real that sense. label was Radioactivity Productions. Yes, it was. Sorry, yes, it was. Okay. Thank you. It's still, it's still there. Um, we haven't released on it for a while. We, we're thinking about it. I think we did one release last year, and that was the first time in like seven or eight years. So we, it's quite dormant, but we had some great artists on it uh, who, you know, who've all really excelled today. And we also had some old artists like Tony Thomas, for example, who's a great producer from uh, Nottingham, uh, who supported us actually and helped us set the label up. 
you do a lot of writing as well. Uh, would you describe yourself as a writer or as a DJ producer? Interesting. Well, look, I've got to be honest, I'm not a great producer. Uh, I, I, I'm afraid I have to use the talents of a lot of other people. So I'm a great collaborator. I like to think of myself as a producer of producers in that sense. I, you know, I, I, I like to work with somebody else. Although this year I am going to go out on my own at last. I have some ideas for, for doing some for some stuff. I don't know if it's going to be that dancey, actually. It might be a bit more down-tempo. I don't know yet. But really, I suppose I'm, I make more money from writing today. So I suppose, really, I'm a writer uh, more. But luckily, I'm writing about it anyway. So, um, I, you know, I get some great interviews. I think the biggest one I did was Jean-Michel Jarre. That Ultimate must have era, been yeah. so interesting. What a guy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, he spent some time with the interview as well. And I've got to be honest, that was the hardest one I've ever done because, you know, this guy has been going for so long. He's been, he's had every interview question uh, that you could ever think, oh yeah, <laughs> as you know, and it was, yeah, it was hard for me to sort of like, well, I, I better not bore him, you know. Anyway, I got the right questions and uh, he gave me a great interview. And I, yeah, we got that published in The Sun in the UK with, uh, with they had a, uh, a clubs section, which was run by Mark Gwinnett. Uh, and uh, yeah, he, he put that in there for me. So yeah, it's a very, very high profile interview. It's and, interesting uh, to hear you say that about interviewing Jean-Michel Jarre and you, you're thinking, I hope he's not bored by my questions. I mean, this is something that you don't get to talk to people about a lot. But as an interviewer, when you sat with someone talking to them about their career, you're always thinking, is this question okay? He must have heard it a thousand times. How do you keep Absolutely. the questions fresh? Yeah, interesting. So um, I always have a sort of a collection of evergreens, uh, if, if you want to call them that. Ones I always use and, you know, icebreakers or, you know, that kind of thing. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I just let it go. I just go with the flow, really, and just let the conversation happen. I, I think, you know, I think that that's the way it happens, really. Uh, so you, you can't plan everything. But, um, yeah, I, I don't really have a method. And sometimes, you know, I'm lucky enough to know some other journalists. I work for a magazine called Decoded Magazine. Uh, and we often talk to each other about, oh, have you got any new questions? <laughs> well, you know, so, so we sort of develop things together, really, uh, in that sense. So that's, that, that's a good thing. So it's not all my, it's not all my own work <laughs> in that essence. <laughs> We've been trying something a bit new where rather than a straightforward interview, as you and I are having now, Sure. Um, we ask people about what excites them, what upsets them. So okay. I think I'm going to ask you that now. What excites you? <laughs> Luckily, still music. Actually, uh, after all this time, was it? Was there an opposite to that yes, question? Yes. What annoys you? Yeah, yeah. The club scene. Absolutely, all of it at the moment. I'm really annoyed by the nightlife industry in total. It's just, I mean, it, it's what we created you know, back in the day, so we can only blame ourselves. But I'm really disappointed with the money that's controlled. It's because it's hard to get work. It really is, as I'm sure you know. And I'm just, I'm disappointed with the way it turned out. And I know everything looks great. There's great festivals, raves, you know, whatever you want. There's a great selection now, of course. I'm just, I don't know. 
think it's lost its vibe. It's so formulaic, I find. It's so yeah. everybody's doing the same yeah. thing. Everybody's yeah. making the same kind of music. There's lots of different things out there. There are yeah. lots of people pushing the boundaries and that's what you've got to find. That's where the excitement still is. Yes, absolutely right. And yeah, and I think uh, you've got it in one. That's exactly it. And I think I think the newer, I mean, I don't really know for sure because I haven't spoken to, to a lot, but I, I'm in contact with younger producers, DJs, and the, the good ones are doing that. You know, they are, they're doing it the way, you know, they're not just thinking and it's all about Facebook likes. I mean, I know there's a big argument about this and I don't suppose, I don't really want to get into that really because I think we've got got the same point of view. I think that's, yeah. Uh, you know, there's a way of, you know, honing your craft, building your relationships uh, and, you know, doing some good work. And I think a lot of the younger ones, that's my point, was really that uh, they don't, they don't, never saw that, they don't know that. And I think there's another sort of arm to the industry of where those producers are. And unfortunately, that's where the, the sort of money attention seems to be focused. And again, you know, I'm, I'm just disappoints me really in, in that sense. Because, because of what, what, what you said, it just sounds the same and quite plastic. That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it does. Um, you also do some writing work for a Barcelona nightlife magazine. Um, I do, Bar- Barcelona Connect, yeah. So does that get you into lots of parties, you know? Do you, do you get behind the scenes at the big festivals like Sona and stuff like that? Absolutely, I do. Although I do that for Decoded, actually. But, uh, yeah, I um, so I'm the nightlife editor for... Uh, it's a free magazine, Barcelona Connect. My boss there is Fran, and uh, she she set the magazine up about 12, 13 years ago, probably a bit longer. And we go out about 10,000 copies around the city every month. So it's it's pretty much in every tourist hand who, who you know who's who's in the centre. Um, so yeah, we hit a lot of people with it. But it's a nice, it's just a free magazine. To be honest, it's a tour guide, and I, I've just got a couple of pages in it, you know, just talking about where's good to go. But I don't just do electronic music for that. I mean, I you know I talk about other bands that are playing as well, and you know live acts. So it's a bit bit of everything that one. Okay, now you also produce and make your own music, which you've mentioned uh, a couple of minutes ago. Yeah. How would you describe your sound? Sure, uh, machiney. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I don't know really. Uh, I'm a, I'm a house DJ, you know, and I'm trying to ma- I masquerade as a techno DJ today, really, because of the way people define genres. But you know, I was always a house and techno DJ from from back in the day, and you know, I started playing, God, '91 in clubs. Yeah, I mean, I started playing before. I started on hip hop, actually, cutting and scratching, you know, that kind of thing. And then uh, uh, when I was much younger, actually, I was about 14, 15. Yeah, I, I, so my sound is, I haven't changed it, but obviously the, the sounds have changed. So my sound is, I think is house and techno. I think, I don't know, how, I hope on the mix that I've done, uh, it, it is house and techno for sure. It's, it's, a, it's a mixture. I couldn't say between the two which one I, I prefer. I love them both. Your own music yeah. is quite minimal. It's quite dubby. Yeah. Um, oh, reflective, I would describe it as. Is that something you, you yeah. deliberately go out to achieve or, or just the way I it comes suppose, together 
I suppose it's the way it comes together, yeah. Um, I always achieve to do something really different. I never play the same mix twice. Uh, I'll play a couple of tracks twice, but I never, even if I hit on a really great mix, it's gone for me. I, I always like to keep it different. And so I never know where it's going to go. I mean, yes, I plan mixes. Don't get me wrong, I, I can do that, and I do. And I will work through a bunch of tracks, and then I will go through them, in, you know, hopefully in an order that makes sense, uh, and try and record that. And that's pretty much how I, how I do most of my mixes. And I, I do a lot here in the studio. I do go out and record live. I've got some some live stuff that's out there on the internet. Um, I don't even know where half of it is, but um, yeah. Is that answering your question? Yes, it is. Yes. Like, like, yeah, right. <laughs> we haven't mentioned it yet, but we should do. Your DJ uh, Elias is Super Groove. Yeah, I have Super Groove and Mark J. Yeah, that's pretty much what, what I go. Does that with. reflect two different sides to your personality musically? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I suppose it does in a sense. Yeah, if I went out of Super Groove, I'd be more sort of progressive, sort of more uh, progressive in the old way. <laughs> so. I would be talking about, yeah, of course I'm going to say Sasha Digweed, yeah, that kind of stuff. Um, saw them for the first time together this year. I've never seen them together before, and uh, they played in Barcelona this year. I was blown away. Actually, got to meet them. Nice, you know, stood up there in the box. It was pretty good, actually. And they haven't lost it at all. They, in fact, they're much better. I don't copy that, by the way, but I have a style that, that that's, you know, a bit, a bit sort of longer, deeper mixing, certainly less vocal. Uh, more effects and then you know I have a more I would say user friendly which is, which is I suppose Mark J which would be a bit where, where I, you know I will maybe chuck in a track that's uh, contemporary or of the moment you know and some people might be surprised that I'm playing it but I will play a different version you know that fits and, and mix it up a bit but yeah okay so what have you got coming up in the pipeline yeah I uh, I've got a couple of gigs coming up one of those is um a regular night that I do at Quirk in Manchester. They already booked me, I think, straight after the last gig. Uh, so it's a regular thing we do on Easter Sunday. They, they have a residency in a club called Sub 101, which is, I think, the first ever gay club in Manchester, actually. It was, I think it's underneath Cruise 101. It's all, it's all part of the same. A lot of big DJs play there. They have great guests. Uh, Dave Booth plays from Manchester. He used to be the Stone Roses DJ. He was the official tour DJ for them. Uh, so it's good to hook up with him. Mike and Faye, the residents, they run the night. And they get guests, yeah, there's like John of the Please Women comes down. I think Andy Carroll's doing the fourth anniversary, Andy Carroll from Cream and Manly Missions. So it's, uh, it's a good crew to be part of, so I'm very happy for that. So yeah, looking forward to that one. So I can't remember the date, but it's Easter Sunday, whenever that is. I'll be flying in Easter Sunday morning. I think we can say thank you very much for talking to us and spending the time and uh, we've got Mark's mix coming up in the second hour of the show. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for having me, as they say.
played the last 20 minutes were I Believe by Deborah DeLuca, Round Hole by Els Yeh, the Torsten Kensler remix of Troublemaker by Christina Simler, Open Mind by BEC, Contortion by Quartz, and Never the Same by Amelie Lance. Now it's time for this week's guest mix. Following our interview with Mark J in the first hour, we are very pleased that he's also done the guest mix for the second hour of the show. Mark is a DJ, producer, journalist and radio presenter. He was label manager at Synthetics Digital, a label consistently delivering top quality underground techno, and he also runs his own label, Radioactivity Productions, with Slovenian DJ and producer Girandan. He writes for Decoded magazine, and is also nightlife editor of Barcelona's leading English language magazine, Barcelona Connect. So, for the next hour, please enjoy this exclusive guest mix by Mark Jane.
Oh, I really enjoyed that mix from Mark J. And his interview was really interesting. I love what he had to say about the current scene. Um, it does need shaking up a bit, but I'm not going to go into any details of that right now. No, maybe that's for a discussion another time. But it was a fascinating interview and an excellent guest mix. There were some good tunes in our mix in the first hour. I love Contortion by Quartz and Troublemaker by Christina Semler, who's done a guest mix for our other show, Draw the Line. Well, after you told me about the hourglass, I brought it into the studio, and I think it's telling me that we've nearly reached the end of this week's show. Well, I don't really see it as an end. It's more of a continuum of small moments, which, when linked together, form the timeline of our existence. And on that note, I'd just like to say thank you very, very much for listening. See you next week, same time, same place. Yeah.
Flincher. Radio Flincher. Broadcasting to Flint. 